0: Hi, guys, and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you could hear my little nails clinking in the intro, I just feel like that just is more of a like clearly I'm fucking Libby boss bitch move. Anyways, you guys, how are you doing? I haven't talked to you guys in a while. It's been only a week, but I missed you so much. Like I actually really fucking missed you guys. And it was kind of hard for me to not record, but at the same time I was like, I need to give myself a break. I'm on vacation. Let me just give myself a break. And that's what I did if you guys don't follow me on instagram first of all why the fuck don't you second of all um it is she is livy on instagram third of all yes i was traveling and i was in miami um you know what i'm not even gonna talk about the fact that i traveled during global pandemic i know i'm a piece of shit but i did it anyways anyways let's get into a little bit of a week update so Yes, I was in Miami, had genuinely the time of my life, like probably the most fun I've had in a really, really long time. Great memories, honest to God. It was just an experience where I was like, is this my life? Do you know what I mean? I was like, everything that we were doing and everything that was happening, I was like, is this my life? How the fuck did my life become to this? And I want to get into it. I want to give you guys a couple story times about Miami, and I'm not going to give you guys the cliche story times of like, I was on a yacht, or I was doing this, or I was like on this rooftop doing this, or eating at this place, seeing all these people. Like, okay, we get it, bitch. My life is already a highlight reel enough on Instagram. Let's <laughs> let's get into some fucking crazy shit that happened in Miami that... I have been dying to tell you guys, because this shit is absolutely fucking insane. And I have two story times for you. The second story, the second story time I tell you will be the most intense story time. And, but the first one's also like pretty intense too. But the second one, holy fuck. So if you're like, I don't want to listen to this whole fucking episode about this bitch talking about Miami, then skip forward to the second story time I tell you, because This second story time is fucking mind blowing and I'm still even confused as to how it all happened, okay? But I do wanna get into the first story time as well because this is another one for me that I was like, what the fuck is happening? I was panic moment, it was not a great, moment in Miami you know Miami had a lot of highlights Miami was a highlight overall and it was just like the best time ever and I genuinely had so much fun but these two events um, I could have lived without but my friends and I kept saying well it wouldn't be Miami if this didn't happen and I'm not sure if that's really true but I think it's just something that made us feel better so let me tell you about the first story time of how I almost got kidnapped and sex trafficked. You bet that you heard that one correctly, you know, Miami was crazy, okay? So let me prefix, prefix, I don't know what it's called. Let me start off this story by telling that all my club promoters are in Miami. So if you don't know what a club promoter is, basically it's the people that Um, hit you up and tell you when there's clubs and a bunch of other stuff that's happening or events they want you to come to. So I had my club promoters in Miami and a couple of my friends had the same club promoters in Miami as well as some different club club promoters in Miami, so this story comes about when one of my friends was like, "Oh my god, I partied with this guy in New York. He was a really good promoter and I really liked him. Let's use him tonight. He's saying he's going to the club 11." And if you guys don't know what Club 11 is, 11 is the only club that I would have went to in Miami because I was still trying to be covid cautious, like I wasn't trying to go out and act like there wasn't a fucking pandemic. I was still actually being pretty COVID cautious and I just didn't want to be in an inside club unless it was fucking 11, I guess. You know what, after, yeah. But I don't know, that's just one of the clubs that I've always wanted to go to in Miami was 11. So I was like, if it's 11, I'm gonna go. And this story takes place, it was right after New Year's Eve, which was also like really fun for me. I loved New Year's Eve, ah! Okay, anyways, and um, so New Year's Day. New Year's Day, we had already planned to go to Versace Mansion for dinner, which was beautiful, and there was six of us. Um, and that's just a random fact, but I wanted to let everybody know that there was six of us. And I, so at Versace Mansion's dinner, we get a text from my friend's club promoter, and he was like, "Listen." We're going to 11 tonight. You guys can all come meet us at the hotel before and we'll all go together. Okay, red flag number one, a little bizarre that he wanted us to meet him at the hotel before, but you know what? Like, that's fine. We weren't really thinking about it because every single one of us was just really excited that we were going to be going to 11. And like, I was extremely, extremely hungover from New Year's Eve. Like, I was just completely hungover and dead that day. So I was like, I like barely wanted to go to the club, but I was like, it's eleven, Livy. Like, you really wanted to go, right? Okay. Versace Mansion. At dinner, we're rushing out of Versace Mansion because we're like, we have to get ready and go to eleven. Like, we're rushing. We're all so excited because we're like, ah, like we gotta go to eleven. Like, this is so cool. We can't wait. And so we come back from Versace. We get ready really quickly and we throw on like our sluttiest outfits. My nipples were out. You could see my nipples. Okay. I'm proud of them. Like the fuck? Of course, I'm going to show you my nipples. And I'm going to eleven. Like. 11 is a strip club, if you didn't know that, and I'm ready, I'm like, I'm ready. I wanna look like I'm gonna be a dancer on stage. You know what I mean? Like That is the vibe I wanna give off. I wanna give off this vibe that I am a stripper as well. That is how I am dressed. So I'm giving you guys a little, like idea of how I'm dressed all the other girls we all were like all black and I had a red bodysuit so we looked really good together I mean we're all stunning in general so like all these six bad bitches I'm literally gonna say five because the one bitch really pissed me the fuck off and that is the story time you're gonna hear next so anyways five bad bitches looking amazing and we're ready to go to 11 we're dressed for 11 we look great so first things first, we head over to the hotel, but as we're headed to the hotel, the promoter's already being like a little bit weird. And we're like, can we just meet you at 11? Like we're going to be late. And usually promoters are like actually insane with timing and stuff. They're like, no, you have to be here by eight 30 or you're just, you're don't come at all. And so I already found it a little bit weird that this guy was like, Oh no, like take your time, do your thing. Like I have never in my life had a promoter be like that. Ever. So that should have been like red flag number one. So we get there and we're waiting for the promoter to come downstairs. And he comes downstairs and I look at my friend and she looks at him and they just give each other a stare. And I'm like, okay, something's feeling off, right? So then we're walking up to the elevator to go into this hotel room. And First of all, like, don't follow in my footsteps. Don't fucking do this. But we, like, trusted him, I guess, because 11, like, when it's 11, everybody's common sense just goes out the window, including mine. And so we're walking there, and he's talking to my friend, and he's like, Oh my God, don't you remember the one time we partied at Live? Like, that was so fun. And that's another club in Miami. And I'm like, Wait a second. My friend has never been to that club ever in her life. So I'm like, Wait, what is he talking about? Like, what the fuck? That's a little bit weird. Cause I'm like, I know my friend. And we just had that conversation the other day about how bad we all wanted to go to live. Cause it looks like a really cool club. And she's like, I've never been like, I've always wanted to go. And I'm like, wait, what? Why is he saying that? And and she was like, kind of being like, wait, what? And he just kept going on with it and was like, yeah, we went to live. Like you remember that? And you had your friend with the leg tattoo and you were staying in a hostel. And like, I know my friend and let me just tell you right now she was never staying in a hostel when she was in Miami like her and I just spent two nights at the W together I was like this is not something's not right here you know what I mean so I was like okay something's a little bit off like maybe he has the wrong girl and is thinking of the wrong girl I mean they haven't seen each other in quite a while because everything's been closed down and she hasn't been to New York to party for a while so I'm like okay but like I'm taking note of everything and I'm like this is a little bit off we get in the elevator And he's like, oh, actually, we're not going to 11 tonight. So immediately, I'm like, what the fuck? This is disgusting. Like, I want to leave. I don't want to be here. Like, if we're not going to 11, one, I'm hungover as fuck. I want to go to fucking bed. Or I want to do something completely different. And... I was like, if we're not going to 11, why the fuck did you have us drive all the way here and you didn't tell us on the way that we're not going to 11? You're like, oh my God, fucking relax, Livy. But you know when you're hungover and you're just like not in the mood and to like deal with people or anything like that, but it's like the one club you've been wanting to go to for a really long time and it's like a Miami bucket list kind of thing. And then you have this weird looking motherfucker look you in the eyes and say, oh, actually we're not going there today. I was pissed. So I'm over there like, then what are we doing? why i'm like that's so disappointing my friend is like oh well we really wanted to go to 11 so like this is not really fun for us and they're like no 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 we're gonna go to this other place called tiki and we're like what he's like this club called tiki it's like 20 minutes away like we're gonna call the ubers it's fine so immediately what i do is i go on my maps and i look up tiki there is no club around called tiki So right then and there i'm like what the fuck so I already know i'm like i'm not going this is fucking weird i'm not going so I first head into that hotel room and I go into the bathroom with my other friend and I'm like, this is all feeling a little bit weird. I'm like, something's feeling very off right now. Like, I don't know. I was really excited to go to 11. So maybe it's just the fact that I'm a bougie bitch. And I'm like, if we're not going to 11, I don't really want to go. And then I'm like, no, no, no. Something's feeling even weirder. And I'm like, I can't find Tiki on the map anywhere. And I'm like, something's very bizarre. And she's like, don't worry about it, Like, we'll be fine. And I'm like, ah, it's not sitting well with me, let me tell you that. Like, It's not sitting well with me whatsoever. So then I pull my other friend into the bathroom and this is her promoter and she's freaking out. She's like, I don't remember him, I have no idea who he is and I'm so confused as to what the fuck is happening. And I was like, okay, now I'm panicked. And I'm like, holy shit, so we one, we don't know this guy. Two, there is no place on the maps called Tiki. There is no such thing as a club called Tiki. And I'm over here like, holy fuck, there is five bad bitches in this room and we're about to hop in an Uber with these guys and we have no idea where the fuck we're going. And they're like, Uber's gonna be here in two minutes. They're yelling at us, they're screaming. They're like, let's go. I'm like, holy fuck, how do we get out of this situation? She's like, I don't know, but we cannot be here anymore. So we're freaking out, freaking the fuck out. Like, what do you do in this moment? So I do what anybody will do, I guess, in this moment. I know that I have to get all six of us out of there and that this is going to be a little how do you get out of here without telling them like without them following you or anything like that so i get out of the bathroom and i'm like don't worry we're gonna be fine i'll do it and i go okay girls hallway picture now we have to get a picture in the hallway let's go let's go let's go and as soon as i hit the hallway i started running and then they all started following me and i was like guys there is no such thing as tiki get the fuck in the elevators let's go so we all cram in this tiny ass little elevator and we go down to the lobby and we're freaking out and we're running so we run out of that hotel and we look across the street and there's a restaurant we sprint into that restaurant like pushing people like move get out of our way like we need to be in the restaurant so then we just stand in the middle of this restaurant six of us and we're all in like very tight little skimpy clothes you know and this is like a pretty cool restaurant and you're in Miami for New Year's, like you're not getting into a restaurant without a reservation. So they like came up to us and they're like, what are you doing? And we're like, we're in an emergency situation. We have no idea where to go or what to do. Like it's an emergency situation. They're like, go in the bathroom. And we're like, okay. So then we start hiding in the bathroom and we're all in one stall together and then the other girls are confused because they're like wait what is happening because this is your promoter like to my friend they're like you know him right and we're like no apparently this is not the promoter that she thought it was it was like completely a random guy and we don't know how because like you know like i understand where my friend's coming from she's like i have his name in my phone as like blank promoter like I think he's a promoter I went out with in New York and stuff like that and I'm like I have that in my phone too I have like a million people that it's like blank promoter and like when you're in Miami you hit up all your promoters like that's just a given it's a thing that happens and you know I totally understood where she was coming from but it was the scary thing is like This was not who she thought it was. She's like, I've never seen him. I don't know who he is. And I don't know who he thinks I am. And he didn't really care who we were. He more cared about that we were pretty and like to get us wherever the fuck Tiki is because it's not even a goddamn bar. So then... What happens is he starts blowing up her phone. And if you've ever had a promoter, you know that they don't just like blow up your phone like that, he's calling her over and over and over, texting her some really rude things like, why would you leave, what is wrong with you, that's so shitty of you, all these things that promoters normally will never do. Like if you're just not, if you leave, then you leave and they have like six other girls that can take your place. Like it's not a big deal if you leave kind of thing. He's blowing up her phone, his friends are blowing up her phone, everybody is blowing up her phone mind you we're still in the restaurant across the street from them and I'm still freaking out and I'm like this is too much anxiety for me tonight like I cannot cope like I am not great right now this is too much like what would have happened if we never got out of there I'm just a very anxious person too but I'm like happy I listened to my intuition in this moment and was like bitch get the fuck out so we're all a little startled normally like as normal that's very normal obviously he's still blowing up her phone i'm like i can't do this i'm calling an uber back to the hotel and my friend and i were like we're both gonna go back to the hotel like whatever get our shit like our lives together and like figure out what to do for the rest of the night but like just i was like i need a moment to breathe as we're in the bathroom already panicked already in a panic and everyone in the restaurant knows that we're in a panic we hear banging on our bathroom stall and they're like ladies and it's one of the waitresses that works there, but don't you think she could have done it a little bit nicer? We had just sprinted in a restaurant, clearly all looking terrified and scared and genuinely frightened. And she has the nerve to just like bang on it like no other. And I'm like, okay, you could have knocked. Like we would have heard you if you knocked. You didn't have to do all that. And then she's like, follow me, I'll get you guys out the back. And we're like, okay, perfect, thank you so much. Cause we had been in there for like 20, 30 minutes already and they're like, okay, you're kinda holding up the line for every single person that's in the restaurant and needs to go to the bathroom. I'm like, whatever. So as we're walking out the back, I'm in these heels that are so fucking painful and I can barely walk, right? What do I do? I knock into a mirror on the wall. What does it do? It breaks and it fucking shatters. And my friend's like, live seven years of bad luck. I'm already anxious. I'm already like, what the fuck? This is terrible. And then I break a mirror and I'm like, seven years of bad fucking luck. I'm like, what was this? Like, what the fuck? So you're like, why is that resonating with you so hard? For some reason, me breaking the mirror was just so annoying to me and was so like, Made me freak out even more. I literally sent my therapist a text and I like explained to her what happened and then I was like, and then I broke a mirror and I'm having really bad anxiety that I'm going to have bad luck for the next seven years. And I was like, I'm really mostly just concerned about the mirror in this situation and my bad luck for seven years. Like that's really panicking me. And she was like, um, just think about the fact that if you never had gotten out of that hotel room, you would never have broke that mirror. So I wouldn't you rather have taken a broken mirror after what would have really happened if you never left that hotel room? And I'm like. Yeah, but like the broken mirror, like seven years, it's still really fucking with my head. That is the story of how my friends and I almost got kidnapped, sex trafficked. Who knows what they wanted to do with us, but it wasn't positive things and we had to run the fuck out of there. And it was pretty fucking terrifying, actually. So yeah, that's the story of that. You know... It was very scary, but now that it was over with, it was over with and I'm not gonna dwell on it anymore. Still really fucked up about the mirror though, you know what I mean? Like still have that in my head, not loving that. Okay, this next story time. (laughs) Oh my God, to tell this story. So let me tell you, there was six of us on this trip and my The two girls I knew the closest that I was the closest to, the one had brought a friend. We're going to call this friend Regina. Her name's Regina. Regina was a negative Nelly, okay? The rest, the five of us, were getting along very well. Things were very fun for us. Regina was just very negative and was killing a vibe. You know, there's one in every group, I feel like. And towards the end of the trip, we all started to get on that same page. I don't want to speak for the other girls, but we were all kind of on the same page that Regina was no longer a vibe. Regina was annoying, okay? Regina was getting under my skin, and I'm not a person that reacts well to people getting under my skin. Regina was also very persistent in calling the Ubers every single time we were going somewhere. And we Ubered a lot. And Regina was always like, no, let me call him, let me call him, very persistent to the fact that she would look at my other friends and say, no, 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 cancel the Uber, I want to call the Uber. And I'd be like, what the fuck, Regina? Back up, we already called the Uber. Like, that's weird. So then the last night of the trip, like the last night that I was staying, I, the last day of the trip, Regina scheduled us a brunch at A really nice restaurant called Yardbird it's great me like shout out Yardbird no but like it was a really good restaurant but Regina was like okay I'm gonna call the uber and it was 10 minutes away from our Airbnb and it was 12 in the afternoon and she told us that this uber had costed fifty four dollars mind you my friends had gone to Fort Lauderdale the night before and that was only like 40 something mind you for new year's eve i had to go all the way to brickle like downtown which was like 25 30 minutes away i don't know if that's downtown but like 25 30 minutes away on new year's eve the busiest night of the year and it was only 50 dollars. and that was 20 30 minutes away i'm trying to give you guys a little understanding of how much ubers were costing in miami like when we went to places that were nearby, no, it was not expensive at all. And to go downtown, which is where like, I was staying for the first couple nights in Miami, that was only $45 on New Year's Eve, the busiest night of the entire year, during the prime time that everyone is trying to go to this specific hotel rooftop that I celebrated on. And it's only $45, right? And it's far away. Regina's like, it's $54. So when she said that, it sat really weird with me. And then Regina had the nerve to look at my other friend when we were in the middle of a conversation and was like, oh, it kind of went up to $70. Is that okay? And I looked at her and I said, $70 to go 10 minutes away? She was like, oh, never mind. It went back down to 54. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not thinking anything of it. It's fine. But it sat a little bit weird with me, right? So we're on the way to brunch. And my other friend's in the car, and she's sitting right next to me. And Regina was like, Can everybody Venmo me? $9.40. And I was like, Okay, sure. Like, she was also very persistent every single time that we were Ubering. She was like, You need to Venmo me now. You need to Venmo me now. Where like the other girls and I would be like, Just like, take your time. When you can Venmo, you can Venmo. Like, it's no big deal. We're busy. We're running around. We're doing our thing. Like, I trust that you're going to pay me. It's not that serious. But Regina was the one that was like, no, you need to pay me now. And it was like, okay, Regina, what the fuck? Take the stick out of your ass and stop being so goddamn annoying. Anyways, we get to – and we're on our way to brunch, and my friend next to me goes, Regina, this Uber was $54? And she goes, yeah. And we're like, okay. Okay. So mind you, that sat with me the whole day. So after brunch, we went back and my other friend and I, we went to the beach. Regina decided to run around Miami. It was actually very bizarre. And um, my other friends just like stayed back and relaxed at the Airbnb. And we are getting ready to go out that night. And we were going to this rooftop party and... Regina's already having a fit. Regina's already having a moment and she's getting mad at my other friend because we're like, Regina, we're gonna have to leave without you because these are real promoters this time and they want us there by 8 p.m. Like, we have to go, we can meet you there. Like, that's no big deal. Like, if I was in that position, I'd be like, yeah, just like meet me there. You're the one that decided to run around the weird parts of Miami all day and we decided to stay back because we knew what we had to do tonight. Like, we were aware. Regina comes in throwing a fit, okay? So the night already starts off really weirdly, and Regina starts yelling at another friend of mine. And I'm like, what the fuck? And But I wasn't over there when the yelling was happening because if I was, I would have told Regina to shut the fuck up because that's just who I am, and that's just what it is, and I'm not going to let you just shit talk one of my friends right in front of me. And so that's already weird. Then we are – my friend called the Uber to go out to – the rooftop and regina's like oh my god no cancel it like cancel it i want to call it i want to call it and my friend's like it's five minutes away and she's like no cancel it cancel it and i look at her i'm like no that's really weird why would we cancel an uber like that's very bizarre if the uber is already coming like what the fuck?" so then that happened so those two things clicked in my head from that day when regina was like it was 54 dollars," and then regina was really upset about the fact that we wouldn't cancel an uber for her to call it so i'm like okay this is very bizarre We get in the Uber, we go, everything's fine. Regina happened to go off to another table to do her thing. She's very bizarre. I'm telling you guys, she's very, very bizarre. And I'm sitting there and I'm with the two other girls and my other friend and we're all sitting there and I'm like, guys, I don't think that Uber was $54 today. And they're like, no, there's absolutely no fucking way that Uber was $54 today. Like I, that's, So doubtful, but you never want to think somebody is taking advantage of you and lying to you about an Uber price because how weird is that? You know how weird is that? That's really fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know. I go, you know what, guys? When we get back to the Airbnb, I'm going to ask her to see the receipt. Like, I'm going to ask to see the receipt for the Uber. And then I'm like trying to think of ways, like, how am I going to go about that? Because that is like an awkward question. And then I was like, actually, it's not that awkward. If I paid for it, I'm entitled to see the receipt. So The night goes on and Regina is running around at random people's tables being very bizarre and weird. And the five of us are like, okay, let's get out of here. Like we weren't having fun at the club anymore and we were like, we wanna go, okay? So then me and my other friend went to go get pizza and then the three other girls, two of them went home and one of them went out with another friend. Mind you, this is not my best moment. But as we see, I'm sitting at the pizza place with my friend. As we see Regina walking towards us, I look. I'm like, holy fuck, Regina's walking towards us. And Regina does not look happy, okay? Because we did, it's not like we left her at the club, but like she was doing her own thing and ditched us that whole night and used us to get into the club and then left. So we were like, okay, bye, see you later. Not really a vibe, very fucking weird actually. I go, I run behind the bushes. My friend follows me. That's super immature of me, but like I could not deal with Regina's negativity because I'm not not the type that's just gonna sit there and be like, "Mm mm-hmm. So... Then I stand up from the bush. Terrible mistake on my end. And I make direct eye contact with Regina. And I'm like, holy fuck, I just fucked up. I go um, to my friend, I'm like, get up, let's go. And I start walking, and I'm on the phone acting passionately mad. Mind you, I had a bunch of friends in Miami that Regina could have just thought I was on the phone with and like that I would blame it on I'd be like oh no sorry he called me or he called me like I had to answer you know and we're walking passionately towards this restaurant into the bathroom kind of gave me like the night before vibes of like when we had to run away from like the fucking crazy people that thought they were promoters and they lied to us anyways regina's yelling our names and it's not nice regina's like lady like yelling very rudely and i'm like okay i can't be near this tonight like it was already just too much i was like i'm fucking hiding from regina and you know what like that wasn't my best move then my friend and i went back to the pizza restaurant I actually had really great pizza it was truly amazing um but That's besides the point. We get a text in a group chat with my two other friends that are back at the Airbnb. And they're like, hey guys, just letting you know some stuff went down with Regina tonight where we were in the elevator and she looked at us and said, fuck you and walked away. And that like set my one friend off. And she was like, I've been not liking this girl for a really long time. And she's been taking advantage of me for a really long time. I just had to tell her how I felt that night so apparently my friend kind of went off a little bit on her no big deal so then my other friend and i get back from pizza and we're like and the other two are at the beach and we're like okay we're gonna go meet them at the beach because we stayed right on the beach god damn do i miss miami anyways met them on the beach and we go back there and I'm like, guys, I'm not really feeling comfortable about this whole $54 Uber situation. It's some reason sitting re- like very weirdly in me for some- like for some reason, you know, when something just doesn't feel right. And they were like, no, same, like it doesn't feel right to us either. Like it feels very bizarre. And so I'm like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask Regina to see the Uber receipt. Like I don't care. I'm going to ask her to see it. And they're like, okay, good idea. We'll back you up on that because something's feeling off to all of us. So we decide to head back to the Airbnb. I knock on Regina's door and I go in there and I sit down and I look her dead in the eyes and I say, hey, I need to see that Uber receipt from this morning. And she's like, why? And I go, because I paid for it. Regina wasn't a big fan of me, to say the least. Um, Regina wasn't a fan of any of us. Regina really didn't like anybody except my one friend that was friends with her. And we all didn't really care. And she was like... Then tried to change the subject and be like, I'm just having such a hard night. Like, I can't believe you're doing this. I look her dead in the eyes again. I go, Regina, show me the receipt to the Uber this morning. I need to see it. Then again, it starts, like, going off about how she feels very attacked right now. And my other friends in the room are like, Regina, show us the receipt. Like, show us the receipt. So in that moment, when someone's not willing to show you a receipt, you already know something's up, right? And then... She's like, I don't have Uber. I only have Lyft. Like, I don't have it. I go, show me the phone. Like, give me your phone. I'm getting very upset at this point. I'm like, give me your phone now. And she's, so I take her phone and I'm like, well, she does only have Lyft. Like, this is very bizarre. I'm looking on the Lyft app. I'm like, what is this? And my one friend goes, no, you don't. You showed me the Uber app earlier today. So you have Uber. And I go, oh, so she deleted the Uber app. Right then and there, it's already sketchy. So then I hand my other friend the phone and she's like, go look at her emails. And she's going through her emails and I'm talking to Regina. And my other friend walks in, the one that Regina always picks on is always such a bitch too. And is like, like I showed you the Uber this morning. It said $48. Like I showed you it, didn't I? Like, no, I showed you. I look at Regina. I said, stop fucking talking to her now. Stop talking to her because she has nothing to do with what's happening right now. And in that moment, my friend looks at me and goes, This is the receipt. That $54 Uber receipt was only $36. I take a screenshot. I send it to myself. I have a screenshot of like... It was $36 and it was charged to her card. I have a screenshot of all of it. So now I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So now I'm pissed. And now Regina's trying to deny it. She's like, no, it was only $48. It was only $48. I go, but you collected $9 from all of us. So you collected $54 from every single one of us. This is fucked up. Like, this is so fucking weird. And she's like, no, no, no. She's trying to make 55 fucking excuses and I'm not having it. Like when I'm mad, I am mad. And I stand up and I go, you need to shut the fuck up because you just got caught and you lied to us. So seriously, something is wrong. What the fuck are you doing? And then I will say at the exact same moment, it hits all of us that if Regina lied about an Uber this morning, don't we think Regina lied about every single Uber we took? So then our minds are exploding and every single thing that is like happened that week We're like reliving in our heads and I'm like what the fuck So then we realized regina was telling us that uber wasn't letting her split on the app like it was just broken You know, it was just broken The reason regina was telling us that it was because she was upcharging us on ubers to make a profit out of all of us so then I grab her phone and we start looking at the Uber receipts. The night before they had went to Fort Lauderdale, she told them it was like a 60-something dollar Uber. It was $30. She made a profit out of every single one of us. We start going back to how much like Ubers were costing. And she like charged my one friend and I, she said that we each owed her $7. The Uber was nine in total. Like she had made so much money off of us this whole week by lying to us about Uber prices. I lost my fucking mind and I went crazy. I was like, you have have no idea who you're fucking with. This is so fucked up of you. Who does that? Also, she was living a really great Miami trip because of all of us. Because we all had these amazing connections in Miami that she was able to live off of Like our Miami connections for her own own experience. I was like, you're so fucking lucky to even be in this friend group and be with these people right now. And you have the nerve to fucking do this like a goddamn psychopath. Ew, what is wrong with you? So it starts hitting us all. Virginia's been upcharging us on Ubers the whole trip. And I'm like, there's no way this bitch is staying with us tonight. There's literally no way because to look in that girl's eyes and she had a glassy look on her eyes. I was like, you're fucking kidding me like she didn't care she truly didn't care because she kept lying to us about it afterwards and was like no like it wasn't this like it wasn't that it wasn't that and i like just went fucking ballistic my one friend and i we just went a little bit crazy but like i will say everything i said and did like i could have went way worse honest to god if i was like a little bit more mad i could have done 20 times worse because i was like i was just more infuriated like fuck the money i don't care about the money like i do but it's more like you looked me in my eyes all week and like laughed with me and smiled with me but then continued you to fucking lie to me all goddamn week. Like that is fucked up. That is such like a psychopath behavior. Like who fucking does something like that? I was like, you had the nerve to look at me and laugh with me all week and then be like, oh, let me upcharge this bitch seven fucking dollars on an Uber. So then it came down to, we all had to sit down with her phone and calculate how much she owed each of us. Mind you, I wasn't with Regina that much of the trip because I didn't like Regina, so I wasn't gonna spend my fucking time with Regina. And my one friend and I kind of did our own thing for a little bit of it, and because we got there like two days prior, whatever, and we wanted to do our own little thing for a minute, and mostly because of Regina. But we're sitting down realizing that this girl probably made 200 to 250 off of us. Like, that's how much money this girl made out of us. And I was like, holy fuck. Because in the moment when I asked to see the receipt for this morning, it just had never hit me that she could have been doing this the whole entire trip. And, like, God forbid, like, thank God she didn't put her card down for anything because she could have upcharged the fuck for us for dinner and everything. Like, it was just hitting us, like how bad it really was and how much she really took from every single one of us and how she had the fucking nerve to look in our faces and lie like a psycho bitch like i literally looked at her and i was like you're a weird bitch you have to be a weird bitch to do this mind you i don't love to like sit here and talk bad about anybody or anything like that but you don't do that to people like i had never in my life would have ever thought about doing that to somebody like you just don't do this to people that you're calling friends and like it's so beyond bizarre and it's so beyond crazy to me and it genuinely makes no sense like like who does that to somebody so we're pretty infuriated and i'm like losing my mind we're all like panicking freaking out it's coming to the point where it's like 4 30 in the morning it was a good hour it was a good 40 minutes before regina was like admitted that she did it because we had to get her to admit that she did it and she was like i did it but at first it was even more fucked up because she was talking to my one friend and was like my one friend was like guys guys she just admitted to me that she did it listen listen and then she was they were like say it again and she was like um i mean like i might i might have done it and we're like bitch you're lying again like you just said you did it just fucking own up to it like that's the thing is if you're gonna steal from people own up to it so it's getting pretty late. And I'm look at Regina and I go, you need to leave. Like I was definitely the one that was very like, you need to go. You need to leave. We can't have you here. Like I'm not going to sleep at night knowing this girl is in my Airbnb. Like, no, that's just not happening. She had the nerve to ask my friend who paid for the Airbnb to refund her for a night. I looked at her. I said, shut the fuck up. I go, you, you have to be kidding me. You're literally kidding me right now. Like that's a fucking lie. Like, Did those words just come out of your mouth right then and there? You asked her to refund you after you just stole from her? I was like, Regina, shut the fuck up. You have to shut the fuck up because I'm going to lose my mind. I kept saying to her, I was like, I want to beat your ass right now. I really want to punch the fucking shit out of you. But, like, I wasn't going to. But I was like, that's how I felt. I just felt so angry. And I felt so upset and hurt for the other girls who have known Regina longer. I was like, I just feel so bad for you guys because, like, who knows how long she's been doing this? You know she had no guilt and no remorse for what she did. Like that's so fucked up and crazy. Mind you, we also had an 11 a.m. checkout the next day, so it's already 4:30 in the morning. I'm freaking out. We're all literally freaking out. I have to text my therapist again because I'm like, hey, girl, another traumatic experience happened. Can we believe it? And. I'm like, thank God I have a great fucking therapist. And it's just one of those situations where it mentally, physically, everything, it drained me. Like I couldn't even, the next day, I couldn't even tell my mom and my best friend about it. Like, because they were like, what happened? What happened? What happened? And I was like, dude, I'm so emotionally and mentally drained from that situation to like realize the girl that I was with all week had the nerve to steal from me like a psychopath. Like it's so emotionally draining. And it's just like, what the actual fuck? just happened like how and why did she do this like i we and she was like i'm just really struggling with money you don't come to miami if you're struggling with money like it's just a fact you don't show up and do the things that we're doing if you're struggling with money just stay the fuck home so I then did kick Regina out of the Airbnb and she was like can I please talk to the one friend of mine and I said sorry I don't mean to speak for her but no you can't and like I just did speak for her I was like no you can't and you need to get out because it's already four in the morning and I'm really fucking tired and I was just not having it and I don't like that she did that to us I don't like that she did that to any of us we're all very nice people who are very honest and like I can confidently say none of us fucking deserve that I don't think anybody ever deserves that and the worst part about it was like Yeah, I didn't fuck with Regina that much that whole trip, but I was still really nice to her. Like I was still as nice as I could be to somebody that I didn't really like very much. Like I was still very nice and it wasn't like I had no reason not to like her. You know what I mean? She was constantly being negative and constantly putting other people down or herself down. And I was like, nobody was vibing with it. No one was really liking it. And it was like, I had the nerve to even look at her and still be nice like I saw you yell at my one friend and I heard what you've said to my friends and like I still didn't really say much and I still don't really do much but like now you have the fucking nerve to like do this and steal from all of us. That's absolutely fucking insane. So Regina did not stay with us. Regina is insane. And I None of I will no longer ever speak to Regina again I can confidently say that about probably mostly all of us, but I'm not gonna speak for everybody Um, and it was definitely one of those situations that the next morning we were all like what the fuck And then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna hold in this information I'm gonna share it with all of you guys because I was like as much as my life looked like a highlight reel in Miami And my life really felt like a highlight reel in Miami. I truly had the best time this situation was so fucked up and so literally crazy that I was like, I have to share this. There's no way that anyone's gonna even fucking believe me, but like, yeah, it happened and it was real and it was actually fucking insane, you know? I wish I could've came on here and just told you all about the yachting I did and like the rooftops and all the fun shit. And like, maybe I will, but at the same time, You know, this story was definitely one for the books. Miami in general was like one for the books. It was an amazing time. I truly had like the time of my life in Miami. And then Regina hit me with that the last fucking day of the trip. And I was like, fuck this bitch. Like I'm so over it. Like I genuinely could not believe it. And I was so annoyed. I was genuinely so fucking annoyed. So that is the story of how Regina stole so much fucking money from us, and if I didn't follow my intuition, we would have never known that Regina was stealing money from us the entire time. And also, if I didn't follow my intuition in the other time of us getting almost kidnapped, we literally could have, might have died or been on the Wayfair website. Who fucking knows? You know what I mean? Like, literally, who knows? But yeah, it was kind of a crazy time in Miami. And... I wouldn't change any of it for the world like regina's whatever she did that was like so fucked up and i'll never speak to that bitch again but like other than that it was an amazing trip i loved miami i love being being able to ring in the new year in miami and i'm really happy about that that is it for the story time episode okay that's all i have for you guys i do want to let you know that i'm gonna give you guys an update in the next couple weeks because my life has genuinely drastically changed for the better like i'm genuinely like 20 times happier than i've ever been but like goddamn, has so much shit changed in my life that i need to tell you all about it but like give me a little bit of time to tell you guys about it because i still have some other episodes i want to put out before then um but i love every single one of you and thank you for listening will you guys dm me if you've ever had a regina experience like that because like Like, I just need to know for my own good. Like, I need to know if anyone else has ever had a Regina experience um, with a crazy bitch like that because, like, it'll make me feel better because I'm still pretty emotionally fucking drained from that experience, as I should be. The bitch really did did a fucking number. Okay? She's a little goddamn crazy. And that's coming from me, who is very fucking crazy. But, like, I would never be that kind of crazy. You guys, that is it for this week's episode. I love every single one of you. If you want more of me, you can add me. Subscribe to me on YouTube at itsliviebitch on YouTube, as well as Instagram at sheislivy, because I am that bitch and I will always be that bitch. Been that bitch, still that bitch, forever will ever be that bitch. <laughs> I just had to add that. Go look at my Miami content. Got a fire photo at Versace Mansion. You're like, which, what? Um, Yeah, I love every single one of you. I hope you have an amazing day, amazing week. I don't really have a midday matcha memo for the end of this episode, except never trust a bitch who's giving you bad vibes, you know, or just always trust your intuition, you know, always trust your intuition. But I'm trauma-bonded with these girls forever, and I love every single one of them. So really happy that I had to deal with this traumatic experience with those group of girls. Wouldn't want any group of girls to experience that traumatic situation with besides them, truly, you know? But, okay, love you guys. Have an amazing week, rest of your week, whenever you get to this. Love every single one of you. Bye.